Hi everyone, this is Meredith Oglesby and you're listening to the College of Agricultural and Life Sciences podcast. I'm a graduate student in the Department of Agricultural Education and Communication, working as a graduate assistant in the CALS Dean's office. We are excited to kick off a podcast series with Dr. Osborne, a professor in the Department of Agricultural Education and Communication, focusing on the topic of resilience. In this first episode, he discusses the role our mindsets play in developing resilience and the power mindsets, positive or negative, may have on our thoughts and actions. Hello, and welcome to this podcast series on responding to challenges and adversity with personal resilience. I'm Dr. Ed Osborne, professor in the Department of Agricultural Education and Communication in the College of Agricultural and Life Sciences at the University of Florida, and I'm super excited to share these ideas on personal resilience with you in this podcast series. I've held teaching and leadership positions at the high school and university levels for many years, and I've always been fascinated with how some people rise above their challenges and very tough circumstances to not just survive, but to thrive. Everyone encounters uncertainties and challenging situations at some point in their lives, yet some people have the capacity to meet and effectively navigate these challenges. At first glance, we might believe these people are gifted with such capacity, but research has clearly shown that the capacity to meet life's twists and turns and setbacks and disappointments is, in fact, a resource anyone can develop. We actually know quite a lot about how people effectively confront challenge and change and keep moving forward with their lives in a good and productive way. So in this series on resilience, we'll begin with a discussion of mindsets and the power they have in shaping our thoughts and our words and our actions, ranging all the way from harmful and extremely limiting views to those that are amazingly empowering. We'll couple mindsets with a recognition of how critical our personal energy is in shaping our capacity to respond to challenge and change. Then we'll devote the remaining episodes to personal resilience, its seven dimensions, what resilience looks like, and how you can strengthen your resilience muscles, as we'll call them. As you listen, feel free to hit the pause and replay buttons as often as you like, and at times I'll ask you to pause and think through a scenario. So let's begin with the foundation of personal resilience, the growth mindset. Stanford psychologist Dr. Carol Dweck first introduced us to the idea of mindsets in 2006 with her release of a book by the same title. Fast forward nearly 15 years, two two book editions later, and over a million copies sold, and her discoveries about how people view themselves and why have made their way into homes and schools and universities, sports, leadership, healthcare, the business world, practically everywhere. In takeaway number one from this podcast, Dweck concluded from her 20-plus years of research that the view we adopt of ourselves, our mindset, has a profound impact on the way we live our lives. Our mindset can be revealed by our answers to a few basic questions. Think about yourself as I go through these questions. Do you believe that basic human qualities, like intelligence, are carved in stone, or do you believe that these human qualities can change? Do you avoid experiences and and feedback that might suggest a gap in your knowledge and capabilities? Or do you welcome the opportunity to learn and experience something new, even if you might not succeed? Do you judge others and compare their actions to your own, hoping they aren't as good, probably? 
Or do you celebrate when others succeed, even if they did better than you? Is all of your focus on the outcome of your activities? Did I succeed? Did I fail? Did I win? Did I lose? Or do you find genuine satisfaction in the fact that you learned something new and appreciated the experience, whether you succeeded or failed? Do you blame your lack of success on others or on the circumstances surrounding the event? Or do you honestly evaluate your effort and look for ways to improve your performance? Are you content with your capabilities and who you are right now? Or are you willing and even eager to stretch yourself? So this is takeaway number two. Our answers to the questions like these reveal whether we have a fixed or growth mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that basic human qualities are carved in stone. Since they have an elevated view of themselves and their abilities usually, they're consumed with proving themselves over and over. They don't admit or try to correct their deficiencies. They focus on judging others and protecting the image they hold of themselves, which is normally being the best compared to others. A fixed mindset can place enormous pressure on a person to perform at a high level and win the approval of those around them. So what about you? Has the drive to stand out, to be the best, to earn a perfect score, to get an A, become a source of anxiety for you? If so, these are signs of a fixed mindset, which often leads to letting great opportunities pass by. Prompted by the fear and uncertainty of not measuring up on a test, in an interview, on a speech, in a job, in a relationship, in sports, in games, in pretty much everything. For a person with a fixed mindset, the idea of not measuring up can be frightening, and the anxiety that accompanies that threat can be very difficult to manage. Can you recall a situation where these thoughts dominated your thinking? Hit the pause button and think about that situation for a bit. With a fixed mindset, we tend to avoid situations that might reveal a weakness, or we blame others when we fail, or we get embarrassed, or worse, we give up and we pull away. In contrast, people with a growth mindset love what they're doing, regardless of the outcome. I'll give you an example. I started playing golf about 12 years ago, and I love playing golf. It's a lot of fun. I know I'm not a very good golfer, and I probably never will be a good golfer, but you know, figuring out how to improve my golf game is fun, and it's pretty exciting for me. I also know I'm not the perfect teacher or leader, not even the best, and I'm okay with that because continuing to learn about teaching and leadership is just fascinating to me. What about you? Do you value the process of learning, whether it's school or work or hobbies or relationships and intentionally stretch yourself even when things don't go well? Do you believe that your potential is unknown and something you'll discover and pursue over your lifetime? That leads us to takeaway three, which is this growth mindset is the foundation of personal resilience and the essential element in our capacity to respond to the challenges that we face. But how are mindsets developed? Dweck concluded from her research that a person's temperament has only a small impact on his or her mindset. However, her research consistently found, and this is takeaway number four, that our mindset is shaped by the messages that we receive about ourselves from others, from parents, from siblings, friends, teachers, coaches, in essence, anyone with whom we come in contact. Today, messages sent through social media, even from people we don't know, can have a major influence on how we view ourselves. 
Messages that are consistently negative, you're lazy, slow, incapable, awkward, and so on, can fix that view of ourselves and our minds and destroy our ambition and joy in life. And consider this. Messages from parents, teachers, and others that suggest we're smart, intelligent, fast, athletic, highly skilled, or the best at things, they can also lead to a fixed mindset. I suspect that many of you listening to this podcast have consistently received messages just like this over your life. On the surface, these messages sound great, but in reality, they make us focus on living up to that ideal and trying to prove ourselves to others over and over, generating a great deal of anxiety and stress. In that case, doing poorly on something or seeing others do better than us just ratchets up the pressure to perform at a high level. A fixed mindset then comes with significant cost and it offers few returns. However, being praised for the processes we use to achieve will shape a growth mindset and reinforce the idea that we can pursue whatever goals we choose. Those processes include effort, initiative, perseverance, courage, resourcefulness, and similar actions. When people consistently receive these types of messages growing up, They enjoy the journey of life and are excited about charting their own path. Setbacks don't cause them to stop and withdraw. They instead stir a greater desire to learn and achieve. So take a few minutes to think back about the messages that people in your life have sent to you, starting as early as you can remember and up until now. Those messages shaped your view of yourself. They shaped your mindset. Were they positive messages? Did they create a fixed mindset or a growth mindset in you? Did they acknowledge your accomplishments but emphasize your effort and the process you used to achieve? Takeaway number five is our mindset is not a fixed trait. We can develop a stronger growth mindset with awareness, with intentionality, and with persistence. One last note in addition to Dr. Dweck's work about mindsets and how they're developed. The research is also clear that children whose parents provide continuous love and security grow up to be empathic and cooperative and have a secure sense of self and form healthy relationships with others. However, a weak attachment in these early years of life can have the opposite effect. But this can be overcome later in life through awareness and hard work focused on building a secure sense of self. Children with a strong attachment early in life, coupled with messages that praise effort, see themselves as learning, developing individuals. Their excitement with exploring the unlimited opportunities in the world around them overrides any concerns they may have about failure. Takeaway number six, everyone has elements of both a fixed and a growth mindset. This could range from having a strong fixed mindset to a strong growth mindset and everything in between. But how can we more fully embrace a growth mindset? This leads us to our final takeaway, number seven, which is a series of strategies that we can use to more fully embrace a growth mindset. First and foremost, we need to monitor our thoughts and notice when a fixed mindset creeps in, when those thoughts creep in. And when they do, and those negative and unsupported thoughts creep in, they reflect a a fixed mindset. And we can reverse those messages to ourselves. When thoughts of, I can't, or I don't know, or I don't belong here, or I'm not worthy, pop into your head, 
Reverse those messages. Send yourself positive messages. I can do this. I don't understand this yet, but I can do better and I'll keep working at it. Next strategy, we need to forget about delivering a perfect product or performance and instead learn as much as we can from the experience and enjoy the opportunity. You know, I'm not a perfect person and I never will be, and that's okay. I gave an important speech to a large professional audience several years ago, and I wanted it to be perfect. And of course, it wasn't perfect. (laughs) And for a short time afterward, I was really disappointed in myself. My fixed mindset thoughts crept in. But after a few weeks, I realized that the speech was actually pretty good. It's actually really good. And I'd said exactly what I wanted to say in a clear and convincing way. Can you think of a situation where you felt the same way? We need to let go of being perfect and instead focus on learning and enjoying the opportunity in the process. We can also recognize that challenges and unexpected change are just a part of everyone's lives. And the perspectives I take as a result of my mindset make a huge difference in how I respond. We should never lose sight of future opportunities. Keep looking forward. Seek to learn from mistakes and setbacks. That's what a person with a fixed mindset will focus on, learning from mistakes and setbacks. Focus on the process, effort, persistence, learning, and the outcome will take care of itself. And if it isn't what you had hoped, Take another run at it, energized by that additional preparation that you invest. Become aware of your fixed mindset triggers, and then shift your thoughts. Let those growth mindset thoughts carry you into action. Take the journey. Dr. Dweck says shifting to a growth mindset is a long process, but the payout is so empowering. Keep setting goals for yourself, and finally, use the word yet. I don't understand this yet. I haven't done this yet. I can't do this yet. That magical word yet awakens our minds to the possibilities and motivates us to look further. As Winston Churchill, former prime minister of England, once said, continuous effort, not strength or intelligence, is the key to unlocking human potential. I hope this review of mindsets has caused you to stop and think about your own mindset and the power it has over your thoughts words, actions, and general well-being. You can learn much more about mindsets by reading Dr. Dweck's book titled Mindset. This inexpensive book presents a fascinating story that is highly likely, I think, to change the way you see yourself, the way you interact with those around you, and the way you navigate all aspects of your life. Thanks for listening, and you know what? Why not start right now in growing your mindset? Thanks for tuning in to the first episode in this Cows podcast series on resilience and be on the lookout for future episodes.